Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast for women who are ready to step out of society's expectations, discover their sole purpose, and work their light. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a full-time author and creative entrepreneur. My mission is to impact as many women as possible to go after the very things that set their souls on fire. If you're ready to stop playing small in a world that is desperate for you to play big, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It is a dreary, cold, rainy Wednesday as I am recording this. (laughs) And I honestly was not sure whether or not I was going to record an episode this week. And obviously I'm doing it the day before it's supposed to go live. So if that tells you anything, that's, (laughs) that's the kind of week I've had. But I woke up this morning and contrary to the most recent episodes that I posted, it was one of those days where I was just like, nah, like I don't, I don't feel like humaning today. But I wanted to make sure I came on here and recorded an episode and kind of documented this stage of being or this sort of mindset that I'm in right now because it doesn't really do us any good to only focus on the times when we are feeling motivated and productive and having really good days. It's important to also focus on our not so good days. I, I'm going to call it a bad day. I don't want to say it's bad because it's nothing about it is bad. It's just an off day. It's a weird energy type day. And so when I've noticed I wake up feeling like this, One of the first things I do is I just check where the planets are, what's happening with the transits. I'm really big into astrology, if you haven't noticed, because I have found that the more that I've looked into my birth chart and the more I understand the different planets and the houses and and how all of this connects, it just gives me so much more insight into my behaviors and patterns and also the way that I'm feeling. I'm normally a very rational, logical person. I'm a five and a three on the Enneagram. And so as a five, I just, I like to to know things. I like to learn. I like to be in the know. Um, it's something where uncertainty has definitely been a struggle for me and being okay with being in flow, which also that is my my North Node in Pisces, right? That is what I'm, that's the energy I'm supposed to be moving toward in this lifetime. So if that was a lot of like mumbo jumbo for you, um, I just want to say real quick, I would love for you to pop on over to the Soul Flow Collective. That is my monthly membership community. And we dive into all of that. There is so much spiritual goodness. Like if you have been wanting to start your spiritual journey and you don't know what to do, what to start researching, what what books to read, what resources, you know, to use, what's accurate, what's not accurate. I have been doing this for the past, I would say five years now. I really started getting serious about it three years ago. But I started my, I guess, the process of discovery, if you will, five years ago. And so I love being able to take that knowledge and that wisdom and my experiences in all of these different, more mystical, esoteric 
realms and to be able to package it together in a monthly theme where we can go over one specific thing in great detail. And it's all stuff that has to do with you and your life and your birth chart. And like in November, we're covering numerology and the influence of your birthday code, your life path number, your destiny number. So it's stuff that directly pertains to your life. And whether you believe in it or not is really beside the point. (laughs) Because these things, the things that are unseen do play a role, an energetic role in our lives, whether we want to believe that or not. The world of energetics is not exactly a science that is mainstream, although I do feel like it is becoming a bit more mainstream. And people are starting to recognize the fact that there is more to life than what we can just see and touch and hear and taste, you know, the physical aspects of life. There is more to it than that. The unseen definitely does exist. And so if it's something you're curious about, again, if you're wanting to start on a spiritual journey, but you you don't know where to begin, the Soulflow Collective membership is the perfect place to start. So I will leave that link in the show notes for you. You can also visit thatsmarthustle.com slash SFC to learn more. Okay, so as I was saying, I'm having an off day, right? And the first thing I do is I look at the planets, the transits, and more specifically, the moon. I look at what phase the moon is in, what energy it's in, like what sign it's in, and then I compare, I cross-reference that with my own birth chart and my own transits in my birth chart. And I will tell you right now, it is very eye-opening, and it has definitely lessened the guilt factor especially when it comes to the days where I just need to shut my brain off. I just need to recharge, rejuvenate, relax, and just kind of like, just not think about anything, not focus on the future, but truly be present in the moment, present in the day with whatever it is I'm doing or not doing that day. And so I know this is going up on Thursday, so it's going to be smack dab in the middle of when the moon is in Aries, which is a fire sign, a very masculine sign, by the way, but in a yin phase because the moon is in the gibbous phase because Saturday we have our full moon, a blue moon, in Taurus, on Halloween, which I think the last time we had a full moon and like a blue moon um, on Halloween was like 76 years ago or something like that, which is pretty crazy. So it's a big deal. But what's interesting about the moon being in Aries is that Aries is a very action-oriented type energy. It's, It's a fire sign. It's very masculine, and it's very much like do, do, do. And when you're in a yin phase like the gibbous moon, which we are in right now and will be in until Friday, that's very flowing and more along the lines of being and not doing. And I found right before the full moon, because once we hit the full moon, that's when it switches into a yang cycle. So we go back into more of a masculine energy, more of that doing energy, right? But it's always the three days before a new moon or a full moon when we're in this kind of strange yin phase that I tend to I tend to struggle because I can feel my body saying, okay, it's time to relax. You just need to rejuvenate and recharge. And then I start to wonder, do I actually even really know 
how to do that? <laughs> do I know how to relax? Do I know what things are rejuvenating? And not just things that you would check off on a list like, okay, like, okay, I did a bubble bath and I swung in my hammock and I read a book and not not like that, but really what feeds my soul? What recharges my soul? What gets me feeling like myself again? What makes me feel good? What makes me feel happy? What makes me feel content and at ease and at peace with my current situation? Those are the questions I've been asking myself today. And I started realizing I was going into analysis paralysis because while those questions are important, right now, the logical mind is not serving me. Trying to figure it out is not serving me. So I'm doing what any Torian would do, and I am, you know, trying to lead from my my heart center and to really feel into my body, to get out of my head so much, all of the thinking that's going on up here, and really feel into my body and see what my body needs, what my body is urging me and telling me to do. So yesterday, we were in a yin phase, but the moon was in Pisces, and it was about to move into Aries. And I noticed myself starting to feel really tired in the afternoon, really, really sluggish. And so I took a bubble bath and read a book and relaxed. And when I got out of that bubble bath, I was like, okay, I should feel like rip-roaring and ready to go, ready to do some stuff. Like that was my recharging time. And that was not the case. I still felt tired. If anything, it made me even more tired because I was just so calm <laughs> after taking an Epsom salt bath. Like I detoxified whatever nonsense was going on in my mind and in my body, any kind of tension or resistance that had been building up. And so it was the middle of the afternoon. It was 4.30 <laughs> and I laid in my bed and I slept for two hours. I took a two hour nap in the middle of a Tuesday. I sure did. And I woke up and it was really nice because I didn't feel guilty about it at all. I was just like, wow, I needed that. And then I had a little pop of inspiration and I was able to, to actually get some stuff done that was, that was fun for me, which is working on the Soul Flow Collective content. I was able to you know, edit the meditation and pick out the music for that and the affirmations. And so I was able to just you know have this little zing of energy because I allowed myself to actually recharge the way I needed to recharge. And so what I've come to realize is that if you do something enough times, it may start to feel like it's your natural state because of that repetition, because of that pattern that you've built up. But what we have to keep in mind is that the patterns and habits that we have cultivated over the years are majorly influenced by our life experiences, by the standards of the society we live in, the culture, its expectations. And so really, when you think about the state of Western civilization, it very much so falls underneath the patriarchal hierarchy. And what is the patriarchy? Well, it's masculine energy. It's yang energy, very much action-oriented, focused on accomplishments and achievements and goals. 
And it's not necessarily that this masculine energy, this yang energy is unnatural. Rather, it's that too much of that energy or any energy is unnatural. Because in order for there to be balance, there has to be more than one part. You can't have balance and just have one part, right? So that's the entire concept of yin and yang, of masculine and feminine and balancing the flow and the action of these two energies. And so especially with the moon in Aries, which is a very masculine energy in a yin phase, the gibbous moon, that's already like a polar opposite situation that we have going on. Not to mention, we are also in Scorpio season, which is a water energy. So we've got fire in a feminine phase of the moon, and we're also dealing with a water season. And what does water do? Well, water puts out fire, which is why during this particular phase, the yin, the feminine, is going to win out. And it needs to win out to bring that balance of the masculine and the feminine back in balance. So I've learned that when I'm dealing with a moon in a fire sign while we're in a water season or a moon in a water sign in a fire season, that the energies are meant to be opposing. They are meant to be challenging because it's in that polarity, in that duality, that we can better understand what energy we tend to lean towards and whether or not that energy is playing a dominant role in our lives and subsequently if it's healthy, if it's balanced, and oftentimes it's not. It's not that one is better than the other or more right than the other, but it's important to take a step back and assess which one you tend to lean more towards and how that's affecting your day-to-day life, how that's affecting your emotional state, your mental state, and even your physical state. Being more yang-oriented, more masculine oriented is not any more right than being more feminine or flowing. It just may be that through life and your experiences and society, culture, the expectations that were, you know, that were put on you, you may just lean naturally more towards one way versus the other. And what it really comes down to is that out of that tendency, that that pattern, that habit that you've built to lean more in that way, you may feel like the emotions and that, you know, that hit of dopamine you get from accomplishing something or being productive is really just a preference. It's just something that you prefer because it evokes an emotion of feeling good. Like, it makes you feel good. And that's totally fine, but that doesn't mean that that way of being is right for you all the time. Because again, there is a balance. So really, I just wanted to hop on here and share this with you today because I know that we have a lot of achievers, a lot of doers 
in this community. And I know that it's something that we all can struggle with from time to time because I I get your emails, I get your DMs and your comments. And so I know that this is something that that I'm not alone in. So I wanted to just talk about it some more because I have found that podcasting or just expressing myself verbally is a way for me to bring myself back into balance to actually talk about what's going on with me, what I've learned from it. And oftentimes I have revelations here on, you know, on my episodes while I'm talking that I probably wouldn't have had otherwise. So this is just as therapeutic for me as it is helpful for you. Which is why the next thing I'm about to say is a little bit tough because I'm trying to honor that more yin, feminine, flowing side. And NaNoWriMo is quickly approaching, which if you don't know, is National Novel Writing Month. So I think many of you kind of discovered the podcast through finding me on YouTube, but I also think there are quite a few people who just discovered the podcast like in and of itself. And so um, I, I am also a writer and I participate in National Novel Writing Month every single year in November. And so seeing as I've done this for the past five years, I know how much I'm able to give in certain areas of my life. And so I may be putting podcasting on a brief hold for the month of November Just because I know that my headspace, again, from experience, I know that my headspace is going to be more focused on fictional worlds and creativity and my characters and writing this book. And I've also noticed when I try to do too many things in different arenas of my business, if you will, like different (laughs) different categories of my business, I tend to feel very scattered. And that's how I get overwhelmed and feel anxious and feel like I'm just you know, burning the candle at both ends. And so I'm trying to be more proactive this year and say, okay, as much as I love podcasting, and here's the thing, if I feel the need to come on here and talk about something, like just like today, you know, I didn't think I was going to record anything, but here I am. So that can definitely, that can definitely happen. I would just make sure you're following me on Instagram because I do post there whenever whenever I post anywhere to YouTube, you know, here on the podcast. So, but I just wanted to let you know that there may be a bit of a hiatus from podcasting for the month of November so that I can really focus my energy and my efforts on my book, on my manuscript. And I will be active on my YouTube channel posting weekly vlogs about NaNoWriMo and how it's going. So I would love to have you over there. I will go ahead and leave that link in the show notes for you as well. But if you are going to be missing these kinds of chats, you know, for the month of November, then again, I do encourage you to check out my monthly membership community called the Soul Flow Collective, because it's all this spiritual goodness, all all of these types of chats just bundled into specific monthly themes and we really dive dive into great detail. So we talk about chakras, we're talking about numerology in November, we talked about astrology and your birth chart in August. Like we talk about uncertainty and abundance, you know, money manifestation, like pretty much every topic you can think of. We've 
we've covered it in the Soul Flow Collective. So it's just $14.99 a month. You can cancel at any time, literally with the click of a button. So it's really risk-free. Not to mention, you get access to all previous months of content, which is currently valued at over $200. So it really is a win-win. It is a no-brainer. Again, you can visit thatsmarthustle.com SFC to learn more. And that link will also be in the show notes. So thank you for listening. I really, really appreciate you being here. I will definitely miss you over the month of November, but I, you know, I have a feeling I'll be back in December with all of the, <laughs> all of the topics, all of the ideas, all of the things to discuss in detail with you. So I appreciate you. I love you. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll chat with you in the near future with love and light. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.